USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to MoneyWise. MoneyWise is brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. We're really pleased to have you with us. My name is Ray Lance, and not with us this morning is Peter Lance, but with us this morning is Randy Gibbons. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Ray. And it's always a pleasure to have you here. You're a very important participant in our office here, but we won't talk about Recent events. Should we talk about recent events at all? No, no. not okay. yet. We can't we talk about not. recent events. <laughs> We're going to have some really amazing, startling news about a special trip that Randy took recently, but we're not allowed to talk about it yet. No. But she's going to be a nationally known figure. No, <laughs> we're joking. <laughs> well, we'll see. Okay. But also with us this morning is our special guest, Peter Wilmot. So good morning, Peter. Good morning, Ray. How are you? Good, and thank you for being us, with us. So oh, you're certainly welcome. Peter has worked in the healthcare business for more than 35 years. Um, he's worked in skilled nursing facilities. He's worked in hospital care coordination. And most importantly, for the past six years, he's worked to help patients in the community with their insurance needs and a lot of work in the area of Medicare, Medicare applications, Medicare eligibility. And that's what our show is about today. We're going to be talking a lot about Medicare. But um, beginning in the early 1990s, uh, Peter began studying Medicare and the mass health system. I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that I find it one of the most complicated things that I've ever studied. And I consider myself quite knowledgeable in the area of income taxes and taxation, for example. I have a, a degree in taxation, as a matter of fact. But I find Medicare and Medicaid to be very, very complicated. So we have one person in our office at uh, the Lance Law Firm, which is my wife, Tenny Lance, Attorney Tenny Lance. And she does a lot of work with Medicaid applications, Mm -hmm. primarily for people who need long-term care going into a nursing home. Or she also helps people protect their assets. If they're concerned about protecting assets, and having to go into a nursing home someday, and they don't want to lose their assets. But um, this morning, we're going to be focused on the subject of Medicare. I have to say that I find it very complicated, but one of the things I'd like to say right at the very outset, Peter, is what's the number one thing that people complain about in this country? It's taxes, Mm. and how big our budget is, and how big our deficit is. And we've mentioned this a few times But when you look at the federal budget, close to 50% of the federal budget is used to pay for Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. And boy, we would not want to be without any of those programs, would we? That's true. So anyway, uh, you've helped lots and lots of people in our area find affordable coverage for their medical needs, and you're very skilled in helping people get through the Medicare maze. There are lots of very specific rules that we're going to be talking about this morning, so hold on to your hats. A gentleman named Benny Thompson once said, Medicare provided guaranteed equal coverage, something that the private sector could not in this country. And um, so as we begin this morning talking about Medicare, I also want to mention that In our office, we are affiliated with Advisors Excel out of Kansas, and uh, they have a special division on Medicare and understanding Medicare. They have a special team. And Peter, I'm pleased to announce that you're gonna be helping us and working with our offices here on Fonts Corner Road, helping people navigate this Medicare maze. So, How old do you have to be generally to qualify for Medicare? Let's start with that question. Well, Ray, there are two categories for that. 
one for folks who are 65 or older, but also anyone who is gone on Social Security disability insurance after 24 months, a month 25, they also qualify for Medicare. So you could have a younger person, for example, yes. under the age of 65, but with disabilities, and they can qualify, is that correct? Did I say that correctly? Yes. Okay. And so I think for most people, that um, there are a lot of people obviously with disabilities who can benefit from that, but if you have people who may have certain kinds of diseases, like I see some reference to somebody who has renal disease or end-stage renal disease, and that's a kidney failure, right? Yes. Someone who has started dialysis or is on a list for a kidney transplant, after four months' worth of dialysis, they also will very quickly qualify for Medicare. And there's one other group, folks who have ALS, which they call Lou Gehrig's disease, which is a degenerative muscle disease, will also qualify very quickly for Medicare. And we've had some clients in our office who've had that disease and that condition, unfortunately. So, Mm. well, that's good to know. So it's not just for people who are age 65. It can be for people with certain disabilities and people under 65. And I think a lot of people are confused about when to sign up. As an example, I've had people in my office tell me that, well, I'm over 65, but I'm, I'm still working, and do I, if I have health insurance, do I still need to sign up for Medicare at age 65? I guess there's some qualifications in there. Sure. Well, for most folks who have been working, the requirement for Medicare Part A, and that's the portion of Medicare that covers hospital services, nursing homes, hospice, and home health care, they are entitled to free Medicare Part A and can sign up whenever they would like. For folks who are still working and have insurance through their employer, they are not required at that point to sign up for Medicare A or Medicare B. Medicare B comes with a premium. So many folks will defer. For those folks who choose to defer, when they retire, they have an eight-month period after they retire to sign up for Medicare Part B without a penalty. There isn't a penalty for Medicare A because once you're entitled to it, there's no premium. Therefore, you can sign up for that anytime. And that's the hospital portion that pays that's hospital That's the hospital. Bills. Part B pays medical Primarily your physician, if you needed to get any durable medical equipment, things like oxygen, hospital bed, those type of things. Also, any type of outpatient services that you might receive, whether it's going somewhere for IV therapy, whether it's certain outpatient services like in a surgery center or in a physician's office, that would all be covered under your Medicare Part B. So as I, as I begin the show today, I said one of the most complicated things that I've ever looked at is the differences between Medicaid and Medicare. And I find that probably a good third of the people that I see who come into the office are really confused about what's Medicaid and what's Medicare, and they don't understand the differences or when I should apply and how I should apply. And one of the most interesting things I've seen, people who are not working not necessarily covered by health insurance, um, but they say, oh, I have to sign up for Social Security before I'm eligible for Medicare. And that's not necessarily true. And so that causes a lot of people to sign up for Social Security when they're too young. Right now, it's been proven that one half of the population in the country that signs up for Social Security does so at age 62. And that's yeah. not always the best decision for No, them. it's not. Let me just mention very quickly that um, USA Wealth Group and the Lance Law, Inc. are going to be doing some seminars this coming week. Uh, and they're going to be in uh, Marion and Fairhaven. 
And if anybody wants more information on them, they can call the office at 508-998-8858 and get information. Uh, They can visit our various websites. But let me just tell you that on Tuesday, September 26th, in Marion, there will be seminars put on at the Marion Music Hall, both at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and 6 o'clock in the evening. That's Tuesday, September 26th. The next day, on Wednesday, September 27th, at 6 o'clock, we will be doing seminars at the Hampton Inn in Fairhaven. And then on Saturday morning, September 30th, there will be seminars put on at 10 a.m. on the West Island Improvement Association building on West Island. That's on 41 Causeway Road. So I don't expect folks to remember all this. It will be on our website. It is on our website. We'll give you some further um, announcements of this as well, and there'll be uh, notices sent out to our various client lists and so forth. So if you want more information about both estate planning and retirement income planning, that's the place to be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday of next week. So we hope you might be able to attend that. But let's come back to sort of the basics. Somebody says, I'm going to be 65 next month, and should I sign up for Medicare insurance? And when I do, how do I do it? And there's a lot of detail on this. So I guess from my understanding, if you're going to sign up for Medicare at age 65 because you're not covered under some other insurance program, for example, Uh, You can sign up before you reach 65, right? A certain number of months? You have three months prior to turning 65. There's an actual seven-month period there. Three months before you turn 65, the month you turn 65, and three months after. It's called your initial enrollment period. Okay. And at that point, you can choose to sign up for just Medicare Part A or Medicare Part B. And that's called the original Medicare. Yes, it is. And that's going to be distinguished from some other things we're going to talk about uh, in just a couple minutes after we take a short break because there's a Part C and there's a Part D. And so there's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. (laughs) It gets really complicated. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a really important topic that affects every single person listening today. So please stay tuned, and we will be right back with Peter Wilmot and Randy, who hasn't had a chance to say a word because I've been talking so much. Stay tuned, and we will be right back. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. 8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to MoneyWise with the Money Guys. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to MoneyWise. Our special program today is on Medicare or sometimes we'll call it Medicare 101. So I personally uh, find Medicare and all the rules and regulations very difficult and very confusing to understand. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to the show today do also, Randy and Peter. Yes. And thank you both for being here. Thank you for and having us. I can't wait until the time, Randy, when we can make some official pronouncements oh, or announcements. It's, it's going to be a while, so okay, Ray, I'm going to have to okay, zip my lip. Zip your lip. Okay, so we'll have some <laughs> surprises coming up. So before we get back into the subject matter, I want to mention that we have some wonderful, outstanding guides that we can provide you. Uh, One is called Understanding Medicare 2023, Know Your Options and Costs. And I'm not sure how many pages is this. This is about a 20-page guide. I find this to be fairly succinct. Um, It's not as lengthy as the guide that we're all going to get. Uh, very shortly, just before the open enrollment period. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But um, let's come back to again to the basic differences, Peter, between Medicaid and Medicare. And there's lots and lots of pages and regulations on both of these subjects too, right? Absolutely. Right. Do you find the average person understands Medicare and how it works? 
No more than I understand tax law. Okay, so I understand <laughs> a lot about tax law. Exactly. <laughs> and I understand about Medicare and Medicaid. Medicare is a federal program we talked about for folks over age 65 or those who are disabled. Medicaid, which I refer to as MassHealth, as that's the agency that administers it, is a means-based, depending upon income and assets, services will be provided. When someone has Medicare, MassHealth serves as a coinsurance to pay those portions of your medical expense that are not covered by Medicare. And we'll talk about that, I'm sure, in a little bit. But one of them, Mass Health or Medicaid, all depends on your income. Medicare depends on your attained age, the fact that you've worked 10 years or more, or that you have a disability. Okay. So it's like, wow, and holy cow. And uh, if you want to be able to talk with uh, Peter, you can schedule a time to meet. Mm-hmm. You can call the office here at 508-998-8858, and you can make an appointment. I had a question, Ray, if I could jump in. Oh, please. And that is, we're hearing a lot about this open enrollment period that's coming. And I've received a few calls myself, people starting to panic a little bit, saying, what do I need to do? So could you discuss a little bit, Peter, with us, what exactly open enrollment is, why it's important, and what happens? Open enrollment is primarily for folks, Medicare Part D, which is their drug benefit. It's from October 15th until December 7th every year. At that point, folks have an opportunity to change their Part D coverage, to change from original Medicare into an Advantage plans. Those are the things you see advertised all over television. Or to change from an Advantage plan back to original Medicare and pick up a supplement. But it's a time during the year when folks can make any changes that they need to to their Medicare A and B, C, or D. Okay, and if they happen to miss open enrollment, are you saying that they can't make the changes until next year? There are what they call a special enrollment period. There are a host of reasons why folks may not have been able to make what they needed to doing open enrollment. So if someone qualifies for mass health, if someone has moved from one state to another, if someone has a state pharmacy plan, there are numerous reasons why you would be able to find a special enrollment period allowing them to make the changes outside of open enrollment. Okay, so that would be under a special circumstance. But for the majority of people who might not fall under that category, it's very important to know the dates, which are October 15th through December 7th. Yes. And Peter will be available in our office to meet with folks if you have questions, and we'll talk more about that. I should probably get back to Ray. Yeah, and you know... It's, it's not as, as, as if it's not a confusing subject all by itself, but then it gets even more confusing because you are totally bombarded by ads this time of oh, year. Every drugstore you walk into has ads mm-hmm. for their particular program that they're sponsoring. Then you get television ads and the you've mail. got radio ads. You've got <laughs> stuff in the mail. Sign up for our company instead. So I want to come back to something that I'm still a little confused about, and I think we ought to clarify at this point. So... There's really two basic periods that we're talking about. That's when you're going to become 65 and you want to sign up for Medicare and you're no longer mm-hmm. covered by an outside insurance policy for health. Um, you've got a seven-month window to sign up for Medicare. Mm-hmm. And, and that's original Medicare, which is uh, Part A and Part B, possibly. And then 
So you can do that three months before the month in which you turn 65 or the month in which you turn 65 and then three months after you turn 65. Yes. What if you delay? And what if you wait a year? I had a gentleman who went to a seminar once and said, after I talked, he said, well, I didn't sign up for Medicare yet. Is it too late? And I said, how old are you? And he said, I'm 70 years old. And I said, no, it's not too late, but you're going to be paying a higher cost, a higher mm. premium, because you're going to be penalized because you did not sign up originally during this seven-month period, and you're going to be paying a higher cost for your Medicare insurance for the rest of your life. So it's critical if you haven't signed up and you're supposed to sign up uh, during that time period that you do so, right? Absolutely. There is a special enrollment period that I had talked about for folks who still have their employer's insurance. You have eight months afterwards. However, if, you know, a lot of folks think, well, I'm healthy, you know, why do I want to pay that money? I'm not going to use this. When the time comes that you need to use it, and we all will, you will for every year that you did not sign up, there's a 10% penalty. Wow, that's a lot. So for someone who's, I had one gentleman who was 78, so he will have to pay on top of his $164 premium, 120% of that, so it was close to $350. Wow a month versus $160 a month. What a waste of money. Mm. So pay close attention. If you're still confused, get some advice. We'd be happy to send you a brochure. If you're at approximately that age, you're going to get this wonderful guide from the federal government. And I think I flipped through the table of contents when I got mine last year. But it's about 120 pages long. I don't think anybody ever really reads this, or if they do, they can fully understand what's in it. It's really lengthy. I think that's yes. why it helps to sit down with someone like Peter. And yep. um, is there a cost to come in and talk with you? I forgot to mention no. that. No. Nope. So that's important for people to know. So if you'd like to, if you have questions about open enrollment specifically at this time of year, give Peter a call at 508-998-8858. Good. Excellent point. You know, we're blessed to have a good health coverage in this country, but it's really confusing to get there. And even with that, people are really confused. So I started a little earlier saying there's two main enrollment periods we're talking about. One is when you sign up originally, mm -hmm. which is original Medicare. That's usually 65 in the seven-month period that surrounds uh, three months before and three months after in the month that you turn 65. That's original Medicare for a lot of people. A lot of people are confused also by saying, well, don't I have to sign up for Social Security in order to sign up for Medicare? Absolutely not. People are so confused about that. And so they make the mistake of signing up for Social Security too early, mm. and that's going to cost them money. So get some proper advice on how to do that. But then the second really important period, time schedule period, is the open enrollment. And is that primarily or exclusively for people who are already on Medicare? Yes, it is. Okay. So during that period, you have a time to, uh, an opportunity, I should say, to reevaluate what your coverage is hmm. because rates change every year. Companies change their rates every year. And it's a chance to see whether the program that you have is really the best suited for you hmm. and the most cost efficient. So it's like getting a second opinion from a doctor if you're concerned uh, about a medical condition. If you had a medical problem and you weren't quite comfortable necessarily or quite sure that you had the right diagnosis or you're worried, you get a second opinion. This is a chance to get a second opinion on your Medicare coverage, the open enrollment period. And what is that again? The open enrollment period runs from October 15th through December 7th. Okay. So we're winding down this particular um, segment of our show, but when we come back, I think it's important that we talk about Part A and Part B, and then what's Part D, which is prescription drug coverage, and then what's Part C. I'm confused, Ray, with the Part C between the Advantage and Supplement plans. Yep. I don't know if we'll have time today. Oh, but we will. Okay. We're going to talk about the difference between Medicare Advantage and Supplement plans, and I guess they're two different things, aren't they? Absolutely. So you say, well, don't I need a Medicare Supplement? 
Yeah, or maybe you're going to go to Part C and do Medicare Advantage. I find that really confusing. So stay tuned, and right after our next short break, we're going to come back and talk about when do you need supplemental coverage, what does it cover, and what's Medicare Advantage. So stay tuned. We will be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group, helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. And today our special topic is Medicare. I'm hoping that you're listening. And if you don't have a chance to listen to the entire show today, which I think is probably one of the more important shows we do during the course of the year, you can always pick it up on our website because we've put our shows on the website afterwards. And you can listen to it by Spotify, yep. iHeart Music, yep. Apple Podcasts. There so are many different ways depending on what app you have. There are a number of ways that you can listen to it. We've got some wonderful guides such as five simple steps to choosing the Medicare supplement plan for you. Uh, we have a great Social Security and Medicare, your 2023 quick guide. These are all put out by uh, our wholesale company, Advisors Excel. Excellent publications. We have a, a process in our office. We don't take a call from somebody and say, please send me all the guides. We don't do that because it's confusing, but we're happy to send you one of these guides, and we're happy to give you more when you come in for an appointment. If you'd like to make an appointment, by the way, either with me um, or with one of our staff or with Peter Wilmot, call our office at 508-998-8858 and simply make an appointment. This is a very confusing subject, and we're, we're really excited to have you with us this morning, Peter, to talk about this topic. And Randy, um, you, have a, you probably have more knowledge about this than I do, Randy. I may. So it may be you, the one area that I do have more knowledge probably. than you, Ray. We're going to keep it that way. Okay. So, um, <laughs> For are you, now. Are you receiving Medicare benefits? Yes, I am. And you have a supplement plan? Yes, I do. And what supplement plan do you work with? I have Blue Cross Blue Shield. Okay, so I'm also on Medicare, and my wife is, and we're on two different supplement plans. I've forgotten which one she's with. I think she might be with Tufts, but I'm not sure. I'm with a company called WellCare, and so far I've been very pleased with them. Mm -hmm. But you can't judge on that basis who's on what and so forth. And Peter, you are, have Medicare benefits? Yes, I do. And you have a supplement plan also? I will be signing up for a supplement. I just qualified this month okay. for my Medicare benefits, so I'm in what they call the initial enrollment period. And I will be going the direction of a supplement rather than a Medicare Advantage plan. All right. And before I forget it, I do want to mention once again that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing some seminars this coming week. There are combined seminars with both uh, Lance Law, Inc. and USA Wealth Group. We're going to be talking about retirement income planning and estate planning. They're going to be in Marion and Fairhaven Tuesday, September 26th at the Marion Music Hall, both 2 o'clock and 6 o'clock. Wednesday, September 27th at the Hampton Inn of Fairhaven, 6 o'clock in the evening. And Saturday morning, September 30th on West Island at the West Island Improvement uh, association building and that's going to be 10 o'clock in the morning on saturday so there's a variety of times if you can't make one of them maybe you'll make another if you would like to attend one of these seminars we do ask that you make a reservation so we can plan properly and call the office anytime at 508-998-8858 uh, and somebody will be happy to schedule a reservation for you so let's come back to this topic we're going to be talking about what do we say? The difference between original Medicare and... A supplement plan versus supplement an advantage plan. plan. Versus an advantage plan. <laughs> so do you know the questions to ask? I'm I do. And so we, we, we discussed that we all have supplement plans, but that doesn't mean they're right for everyone. And this is where I will defer to Peter to explain the difference between the two. All right. 
Medicare under what they call Medicare Part C or Medicare Advantage Plan has given private companies the opportunity to provide Medicare services A and B, and in most instances, Part D, the drug benefit, as well as some enhanced benefits. Original Medicare does not cover for vision. It does not cover for dental. Many of these Advantage plans do that. Oftentimes, you will see a much lower premium for this Advantage plan than you might see with a supplement. However, these plans are geared primarily for folks who are very healthy, mm-hmm. rarely see the doctor, are not on a lot of medications, and it's more of a maintenance-based plan rather than a plan that was for folks who have chronic illnesses. That's what I understand, Peter. And is that because they'll be paying um, co-pays? Yes, and that's the major difference. The Advantage plans are a pay-as-you-go plan. Just like many of you who have an employer's insurance, you go to see your doctor, you have a copay of $20 or $30, and a specialist, if you go to the emergency room, you pay $150, $200, you pay for an ambulance, you pay if you go into the hospital. So it's a pay-as-you-use-it plan, and for as long as you are healthy, it has some wonderful benefits. But were you with an Advantage plan to need to be hospitalized, by the time the dust settled, you're looking at about $2,000 out of pocket. Oh, boy. So that's why for many people with a supplement plan, you pay one flat rate, and depending upon the plan you choose, it will cover either all or most of your co-pays, the things that Medicare doesn't pay for. Because one of the things a lot of folks don't realize is Medicare A and B are not totally comprehensive. You need a supplement plan. The supplement plan that we have in Massachusetts, there are three. There is the core plan, which is quite inexpensive, but only really covers the copay when you see your doctor. The Supplement 1A is a plan that most of us would qualify for right now. And that plan, after paying the Part B deductible, which this year is $226, covers 100% for all the deductibles and co-pays for original Medicare A and B. And a thing that's interesting to note You cannot purchase a supplement if you're on an Advantage plan, thinking, oh, I'll get a supplement that will help pay the co-pays for the Advantage plan. Okay, so it's either or. Right. It's illegal for someone to sell you a supplement plan if you're on an Advantage plan. Okay. So like you said, Randy, it's either or. Boy, (sighs) um, you know, one of my favorite movies of all time is called Moonstruck which had Cher, you know, oh, yes. Sonny and Cher fame. And I remember there was a, a senior gentleman in the movie, and he got uh, very confused by all the comings and goings of boyfriends. And Cher had a fiance, but she was also dating his brother, and she was more in love <laughs> with the brother. And the old man kept watching the characters going back and forth, and at one point he says, I'm so confused. <laughs> one of my favorite lines of the movie of all times. And that's how I feel sometimes when I look at Medicare. I know. I can understand. You'll, you'll be the first appointment with Peter in the office, right? <laughs> well, I will. So I, I guess what I'd like to highlight in particular is don't assume that because you are on Medicare and you have a supplement plan, for example, that you're all set and you don't need to reexamine it. Um, you should reexamine it every year because maybe you can save money and maybe you can get better coverage. Hmm. What should somebody bring if they were having an appointment with you, Peter? What, what kind of financial documents or whatever should they bring? Lists of prescriptions or what? One of the things that I ask them to bring is a list of their medications. Okay. We'll use that for the Medicare Part D plan or if they choose to go the route of an Advantage plan. 
Also, a list of their current diagnoses. Okay. Do they have chronic issues that they're dealing with in their lives, whether it's respiratory, cardiac, neurological? These Advantage plans are not really geared for someone who has a chronic condition. Mm-hmm. That's kind of important, isn't it? Imagine, if you will, these Advantage plans are very much like the employer's plans that you have. You see a, a set number of doctors within whatever plan that it is. You have co-pays as you use it. And it's a good basic coverage. But you generally only use it when you have an acute episode, whether it's going to the emergency room, whether it's having to go see your physician. Taking that plan and then overlaying it upon a senior population that oftentimes has a lot of chronic conditions, those plans really aren't best equipped for someone with those chronic conditions. So when I meet with someone, the first 10 or 15 minutes, we talk about their lifestyle, we talk about the medication that they're on, we talk about their overall health, so I can get a better picture of what the supplement or the advantage may be the best for them. So besides uh, a list of meds and current diagnoses, do they need to have financial information? Do you need to know whether they're working or what their income is or what their assets are, things of that nature? Oftentimes I will ask that. And the reason for that is to determine whether or not someone would qualify for one of the mass health programs. Mass Health recently, over the past year, has really expanded the coverage for seniors in conjunction with Medicare. And so while someone would never qualify for Mass Health Standard, they may qualify for some of these new programs, and we want to give them an opportunity because obviously the more money we can keep in a retiree's pocket, the better. Okay. So if somebody calls the office here and says, I would like to make an appointment to have my Medicare reviewed or my supplement reviewed or it's open enrollment and I want to see if I have the best programs available to me, um, we can provide a checklist of what they should bring with them when they come to the appointment. Absolutely. And you can make that appointment by calling 508-998-8858. This is exciting. I mean, I, I learn something every time I talk with you, Peter. I want you to know that. We're blessed to have Peter Wilmot with us this morning. So, and that's W-I-L-M-O-T, by the way. Yes. It's not M-O-N-T, it's M-O-T. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna take our last break of the morning and we'll be right back and then we're gonna talk about some other useful information you need to know about Medicare, including Part D, mm. prescription drug coverage. Stay tuned. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to our special program on Medicare and Medicare 101, as we're calling it. Again, I regard this as probably one of the more important shows we do during the course of our year, because if you're not receiving Medicare benefits now, sooner or later you will be. Mm -hmm. The rules are complicated. So we want to talk about Part D right now. So we said already that Part A is hospital insurance, Part B is medical insurance like doctor bills and so forth. Let's talk about Part D. And why do we skip over Part C? Because Part C is strictly for Medicare Advantage plans. Yes. But on the supplement side, you need some drug coverage, so you need Part D. Correct. All right, so let's talk about what does Part D cover besides, well, it covers prescription drugs, I know. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you a quick little story. I take a, a small amount of prescription meds myself and I rarely pay even a copay when I go pick it up. I have a zero cost, I pick it up for nothing. Or if I do have a copay, it's a very small amount. It might be $20 or something like that. 
So thank God for the program that we have in this country. Thank God for Medicaid and Medicare and Social Security programs. Absolutely, and I myself, Ray, to, to piggyback on that, I'm on a couple of prescriptions that I w went on a new one that I'm paying a small fortune for. Mm. So open enrollment is important for someone like me this year and maybe some of our listeners that if you've had any changes in your medical status or prescriptions that you're on, it is really important to sit down and review your Part D. So let me just ask one quick question, Randy, because Peter, and we were talking with Peter Wilmot, who's a Medicare consultant and is going to be working with us uh, now, is working with us now, uh, helping to make clients uh, more clear about what their choices are. You said people should bring their medicines with them. So one of the things I do is I have a list of my medicines typed. I've laminated it because I've got a lamination machine. And I keep it in my wallet. Mm. If I go to a doctor's office for an appointment, the first thing they say is, so you're on this and this and this, is that correct? And I say yes, and I pull out my little card and hand it to them. Do the same thing if you come in for an appointment exactly. to meet with uh, Peter Wilmot. You wanna make sure that you know exactly what drugs you're on. Doesn't even hurt to bring in your pill bottles and take a look at the pill bottles if you wanna do it that way. If it's mm. easier, and Peter, to, to pass it along to you, my issue was it was a non-generic. So one of these tier three that oh is completely confuses me as well. So Ray and I are curious to hear from you. How can we help people save money on their prescriptions and what is Part D? Well, doing open enrollment, Medicare Part D, which is for prescription medications, has an opportunity to review your coverage. Oftentimes what happens is the plan that you are in may change their formulary. That just means what medications they cover, what medications they don't cover, as well as what tier and deductible they're in. You've all heard of generic medications. They're those that have been around for years and years and years. Generally, when you talk about a tier one medication, that's your generic, and frequently, there is no copay for that, or at most a dollar or two. The next tier is called a tier two generic. These are medications that within the last five to 10 years had been a brand name medication, but now the patent is run out and it's allowed to be offered as a generic. So there's an additional cost to that, but again, still you, really looking at more than 15 or $20. When you start getting into tier three and four, those are your brand name medication, and those are the meds that can be very, very expensive. There are ways to address that. In addition to when I would meet with you, in addition to reviewing your medications overall, and looking to see what's the most cost-effective plan, there are also other plans to help with the cost of these. If your income is such, you may qualify for one of the Medicare savings programs, plans. There's also Prescription Advantage, which is a state pharmacy plan that will help with co-pays as well. So one of my goals with a lot of my patients who I'll get a call, oh, I just got this medication and there's no way I can afford it. Okay, let's sit down, let's look at it, let's do some planning. And if it's something that you could qualify for, can we contact your physician to see if we can get some samples while we wait for these programs to get into place? A lot of these pharmaceutical companies, I'll use Eloquist because that's a very common one that many folks see. Frequently when someone is put on Eliquis, they're given a one-month sample to use, and then we sit down, we look at what the cost is, we look at what might be some ways that we can cut the expense there so this is a medication you're able to do. Unfortunately for folks who are retired, they have a limited income pool to draw from, and I never want someone to be at a place where they decide, do I eat or do I take this med? No, of course not. We need to be in a place where 
we can figure out ways to make that more cost effective so that you're able to do both. My bottom line when I meet with folks is how can I either put more money back into your pocket or keep as much money as possible in your pocket and still have the quality medical care that you need. I want to mention something about open enrollment period in particular. Mm -hmm. Every single year, my wife, attorney Tenny Lance, and I will sit down with somebody who knows more than we do about the Medicare process, and we will go through the analysis to see have our costs risen on our particular plans? Should we be looking at a slightly different plan? And we always follow the advice and recommendations of the person that we meet with. So that job is for you this year, Peter. You're going to give us <laughs> advice on what we should be doing because Tenny and I are both on different plans. But getting proper advice is critically important. Mm. Um, you do it for most everything in your in your life. Um, we've said a few other general things today that I think are very important. Don't sign up for Social Security too early because you think you have to do that just to get Medicare. Here's an example. Somebody turns 65, they want to sign up for Medicare. I can't tell you how many people I've had say they signed up for Social Security at 65 because they thought they had to do that oh in order to get qualified for Medicare. My. That's not the rule. That's not the case. You can sign up for Medicare at age 65, mm -hmm. and you can wait until your full retirement age, which right now for most people is around age 67, or you can sign up at a later age, up to age 70, and get an even larger benefit if you have other, other income sources. Don't make these decisions. Sit down with us, sit down with Peter, come to one of our seminars. Randy, what do you have to offer? There's so much to know. I just want to backtrack and say okay. it's so important for people to understand that open enrollment runs through, from October 15th through December 7th, so don't miss it. Peter will be in the office regularly, but he's made himself available on Monday, October 16th, all day. So if you would like to get in quickly to meet with him, call the office at 508-998-8858 to grab one of those first appointments. That's a good reminder. There will be other opportunities to meet as well, but in that particular day, it's open. I do want to mention also, we now have two Peters um, in the office. So ask for the right Peter when you call. Peter Wilmot, Peter W., is the Medicare man. That's your new title. Medicare man. Okay. <laughs> Pete Lance is the financial guy. So. Yes. <laughs> so you got to ask for the right Pete or Peter when you call. Or just tell us what you're calling about. Exactly. We'll help you figure it out. <laughs> but uh, that's terrific. So as we wind down today, we do want to mention, again, we've got seminars coming up this week. Tuesday, September 26th, we'll be in Marion at the Marion Music Hall both at 2 o'clock and 6 o'clock. Wednesday, September 27th, we're going to be at the Hampton Inn of Fairhaven at 6 p.m. And Saturday, September 30th, we're going to be on West Island. Beautiful place. They have a wonderful conference center there, the West Island Improvement Association building. I grew up there, Ray. You did? My grandparents had a house there on Fisherman's Way. Oh. And I spent my summers there as a child. Mm. So I'm looking forward to going back. So I was invited to go be a special speaker there um, about a year ago because I was uh, very helpful and responsible for helping negotiate an agreement whereby a corporation out of, I think it was New Jersey, if I remember, owned one half of West Island, and their original plan was to construct condominiums mm -hmm. on West Island on the waterfront. At the time, they had no sewer there, so they we're trying to figure out what else to do with the plan, uh, with, with the land. And I helped them negotiate a sale to the Commonwealth of Massachusetts for conservation and perpetuity with funding coming in from a couple of different sources. So one half of West Island is now permanently dedicated to conservation, mm. which is a wonderful use of that land. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. That was That's kind of well yeah. it should be. It was a fun process. Thank you, because I've enjoyed it myself. <laughs> it was the Governor Roy Keene family from mm -hmm. New Jersey, I think it was, that uh, owned the land and donated it. Oh, interesting. Nice, nice thing they did. So Medicare is complicated. Um, any last words you would like to say, Peter, in our last one minute of the show today? 
don't negotiate this yourself. Don't think just because what I have for coverage right now is going to be sufficient for the future. It's always good to do a checkup. It's always good to ask. We're available, and I would love to meet with you. And we've got some great handouts. Give us a call at 508-998-8858. Peter, you mentioned that sometimes when people sign up for a new plan, they'll get a special discount on one of the supplements, but it'll only be for one year. And if they don't look carefully, it's going to go way up the following year. So it is important to review it every year. Yes. Thank you to Peter Wilmot. Thank you to Randy Gibbons. I think this has been an exciting show. I always learn a lot. And we hope that, ladies and gentlemen, you have learned a lot, too. So we will see you again next week on the radio. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business USA Wealth Group Incorporated. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. Medicare Advantage plans are insured or covered by a Medicare Advantage organization with a Medicare contract and or a Medicare-approved Part D sponsor. Enrollment in the plan depends on the plan's contract renewal with Medicare. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. Availability of benefits and plans varies by carrier and location. Deductibles, copays, and coinsurance may apply. Plans purchased after initial enrollment period are subject to eligibility requirements. This radio show is a paid placement.